One of the most devastating ways the damage shows up from neglect and abuse in childhood is that we go through life either alone or in relationships where we're not loved, we're not safe, or we're not happy. And it's not supposed to be that way. With childhood PTSD, having relationships with the wrong kind of people is definitely one of the symptoms. That's how my childhood trauma manifested for me when I used to live my life stuck in a loop between alone and in a bad relationship, one or the other, one or the other. What I'm gonna teach here can be applied to a lot of other aspects of life like work and creativity and fulfilling the dreams and goals that you have, but that you haven't achieved yet. So basically, if you had trauma as a kid, romance is one big area where you can end up with not just less than what you really want, but with something you never wanted. You try to meet someone you like who's a solid person, someone you can trust, and even when you think you've found them, they let you down. They push you away. Or they turn out to have some giant problem, like they're already in a relationship, or they have an addiction, or they just can't be there for you for one reason or another. And you wonder, you know, why didn't you see it coming? If you're like a lot of people with childhood PTSD, it's not that clear how this blind spot happens. Everything seems so good. They said all the right things. There were promises made. Your heart is wide open to them and you're feeling really good about the whole thing and then bam, you find out how wrong you were. And the horrible truth is a lot of us stay in those relationships if the other person doesn't leave us for no better reason than we just can't face the prospect of the breakup or of being single again. It's too triggering of old abandonment stuff. And so we hold on as long as we can and whether it ends now or soon, we lose years of our lives this way. So if this is familiar to you and you're drained and you're confused, I, I wanna tell you why this experience, this moment where you've just lost what you thought was a good relationship is an incredible opportunity to heal. Not a tragedy, an opportunity. When you get pushed out of a relationship with the wrong person, whether you know it or not, you've just taken a big step closer to the right person. Because now your path is clear. And with some healing, the right person can find you. So if you're feeling ready for this good thing to happen, to meet up with the right person, I have some advice for you. The job in front of you is not to run out there and meet someone, not yet, but instead to raise the brightness of what I call your cab light. Cab light, do you know this term? You know how a taxi cab has a light on top and when the cab light's off, it means there's already a passenger in that cab. But when the light's on, hey, it's free. Well, this is a metaphor that refers to the vibe of someone who is ready and open to meet a really great new person, cab light. Now, what happens when your cab light won't come on? Has this ever happened? You feel ready to meet someone, you're thinking about it all the time and maybe reaching out to people and putting in a lot of effort, but it's like no one can see you. You're not attracting interest or you're attracting interest, but not the right kind or not the right people. That's a broken cab light, by the way, where you're trying to meet someone, but the only ones noticing you aren't anyone who's safe or appropriate or available for you. And if you're feeling anxious to meet someone, it's tempting to just rush in and think, oh, well, I can make this work. Have you ever done that? Where you bond with that person and then 
realize who they actually are and then spend the next two years trying to retrofit them into the person you hoped they were the first time you met. And you know how that ends. When your cab light's working properly and it comes on, good people show up in your life. People who are appropriate, wonderful, totally thrilled to be with you. So how do you make that happen? How can you get your cab light to shine brightly in just the right way to attract just the right person for you? I'm gonna tell you. But let me first explain what may be standing in your way so far. If you grew up with trauma, like abuse, abandonment, being demeaned, going hungry, not protected from danger. These hardships, even when they're over, can leave you know, traces all over your life. Wounds, blind spots, sensitivities, pockets of low self-esteem that leak out even when you're on your best behavior. So, for example, if your aim is to have a family, then you would only want to attract people with the same goal and who are capable of caring for kids and supporting life as a family. If you wanna have a marriage, then you'd only want to attract a partner who could do that, who's free to marry, who's free to marry you, as in not already married, and able and willing to make a lifetime commitment to you if things go well. So the question is, if you're not attracting those things, if you're getting entangled with the wrong kinds of people who can never be what you want or aren't even trying, what are you communicating about yourself that's leaving these needs of yours just dangling out there, unmet, unseen? If you're not attracting what you want, your cab light's not working. So you can think of a working cab light as the set of signs that you give off that a partner who's a good fit would be looking for when they meet you. Healthy people look for the signs of what they want, and they stay away from people who communicate something different than that. The people who don't really care what signals you're sending are the messed up people. People who aren't healed yet or the people who are actually looking not for love but for a quick fix relationship. And for them, the stakes are very low. They don't care. So if you're not clear who you are and what you're seeking, then your cab light can't communicate it for you. And in that case, you're going to get whoever you get, but not who you want. Now I'm simplifying it, but this in a nutshell is how we end up in empty and miserable relationships, blaming the other person. But really the problem began because we were carrying around enough trauma that we just couldn't shine a light that could attract the kind of person we wanted. So the good news is you have the potential to change this. And it starts in here, healing the hurts that dim your light. And you do this both through brain healing and through a loving, and honest self-assessment around where you might be putting up a barrier between where you are and what you want. Now, what kind of barriers? Well, maybe you're not taking care of yourself or you're letting TV and spacing out take up all your free time or you're being way over busy or this is a big one, you're isolating. <laughs> Nowadays, it's easier than ever to just isolate. And if this is your tendency, I urge you to fight it and to fight the hundred ways your light gets turned off right when you need it. So what are some of the things that hide your light? Well, number one, being already in a relationship that's not healthy or happy for you. Bad relationships, they, they wreck your good looks, they wreck your sparkle, they squash your confidence. When you know it's bad, the best thing you can do is just to get out fast. 
And though you might be thinking that you can hold on for a while until you meet the right person, healthy people don't want to meet you like that. They don't want to be involved with people who are already attached or with people who are too insecure to be on their own when that's the right thing to do. You want a person who's picky like that, not someone who gets into relationships that are compromised or demeaning. You want someone who cares about themselves enough to hold out for a good person, someone bright and shiny and whole and available. That's what healthy people do. This is all stuff that I teach in my dating and relationships course for people with childhood PTSD, by the way, and in my coaching program. And those are always linked in the description section below my videos in case you want to check those out. So how can you tell if you're sending signals that you're not truly available? This is where a loving and honest self-assessment comes in to ask yourself if maybe there are barriers that you're putting up that are keeping the good partners away. Addictions would fall into this category. Drugs, drinking, porn, for example, are all things that people feel like they're doing privately, but in reality, they change your energy. They change your countenance. Unhealed people might not be able to tell the difference, but healthy people can tell pretty quickly and they're not attracted. So carrying a lot of anger is another barrier. Also having a lot of drama or conflict. Not that you can always control this, but a lot of times a pattern of drama and conflict could point to a lot of wounding and a high probability that this is what you would bring to a relationship. So just like addictions and anger, drama and conflict deserve to be at the top of your list for where to focus your healing when you're working on shining that light of yours. Another barrier is when your romantic energy isn't, you know, contained within you right there, like ready to be shared with another person when the time is right. So you could be leaking that potential, that emotional availability all around you with maybe staying too connected to an ex or two, or being caught up in a casual relationship where you have some vague plan to just get rid of them if the right person comes along. It's easy to think that it's a small thing and if no one really knows about it, it won't affect your ability to meet someone new. But you know what my experience is, it dims your cab light. And healthy people who are looking for someone intact and capable of sharing their lives in a good way, they're just not likely to be interested in someone who has one foot in another relationship. Even if that's a fantasy relationship, healthy people can sense that too. They're looking for a bright cab light, someone who's totally there, mostly healed, free of past entanglements. And it might be hard to hear, but I'm telling you, it's a very powerful shift to make. I've found that people with a rough childhood can have great relationships. It just takes a little healing sometimes. Thank you so much for listening. If you love my content, think about joining my membership program. You can find out more information about that and all my courses and coaching programs at crappychildhoodfairy.com. Remember, healing is possible. People with childhood PTSD can have a wonderful life. Sometimes we just need a few workarounds. I'll see you next time.